Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Websites recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbitbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. I Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Our big book tells us we have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition, and that is it. The insanity of alcohol can return and will return if I remain blocked from the sunlight of the spirit for long enough. According to our big book, that's just how it works. If I am in self for long enough, I will decide to drink. I will decide to drink beyond my power of choice. I will drink. I am powerless over the first drink. Also powerless over what happens once I start, but I'm powerless over alcohol. The power that has sustained me all this time is not my power. I take that much further. I deeply realize that the power that I have access to that helps people is not my power either. I don't take credit for it. To me, that would be very delusional. I look at it like the sun helps people and I myself am curtains or blinds. And I go through life moment to moment as best I can, keeping the blinds open, keeping the curtains drawn. Open. So that that light can help people. We'll talk about that more, but I do want to say I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's Hawaiian hazelnut. 
this podcast is not monetized. But <laughs> I do promote the shit out of those products because they're just so good to me. <laughs> Anyways, I did write to them both, too, telling them about it. I forget when I did that, but I think I probably mentioned on here. Don Francisco's was very happy. They were like, I'll check out your podcast. And I was thinking, mm-hmm, please don't. I drop a lot of F-bombs on here and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where Don Francisco's is at. Anyways, they make delicious coffee though. So it says on page 63, when we sincerely took this position that God is in charge, that we're not going to live by self-propulsion, we're going to, I should say, we're going to exercise our willpower along the lines of not living by self-propulsion, that a new power will flow in. New power. I see and feel people in front of me having been helped by a lack of me. Going back to what I was saying before. When I am coming from a place of false pride or vanity or Arrogance or um, I notice that I don't think it's helping. When I am pushing somebody to do something, I don't think it's helping. I spent a long time, however, feeling like it was helping because people will sometimes go along with what you say to avoid confrontation, to people please because they're codependent, because they're afraid of you, because it's a pattern of life with which they're familiar, because they don't want to take responsibility for their own behavior. But in the long run, looking Carefully. Mm, I don't think it helps. What I have noticed that helps people is holding a space for them to sort things out, hear themselves talk, help them come to their own conclusions. Ask questions. And let them find their own answers. Being 
supportive of any phase in life someone's at. It's kind of weird. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll be like, I, I'm, I'm a butterfly and everyone around me, like, you need to be a butterfly right now. Like, I want to like pull you out of your cocoon, you know, this is what you need to do. Like go fly. This is it. And the reality is I'm not even a butterfly and, <laughs> and to try and break somebody out of their cocoon is going to harm them. Does that make sense? I learned all this. Because of the very simple, clear-cut directions in the big book. Not page 59 and 60 where it just lays out the steps. Not those clear-cut directions, but the, you know, page 60 through 103 where it really lays out exactly what I am it lays out the principles I am to practice knowing full well not to get into enormous detail with stuff because if the principles are there the details will solve themselves the principles principles such as constantly remind yourself you're no longer running the show. Try to align your will with what you think God would have you do. Avoid retaliation and argument. Ask God for the right thought or action. Thoroughly clean house. Continuously watch for selfishness so that you can put yourself in a position readily where that can be removed so that power can flow in and you can actually be helpful to God and the people around you. Give me an example. I woke up this morning and I prayed. And I have been in a position this morning so far where I have been not focused on myself. I woke up. My wife needed help with something. I wanted to help her. I was able to help her she sought my assistance I was able to give it to her and the most helpful thing I said to her according to her this morning was trust yourself 
Now, if I was coming from, like, hubris, maybe I would be like, you gotta do it my way. This is what you need to do. Does anyone listening like when somebody tells them what to do? I want to read something. On page 60. Last full paragraph, right after the A, B, and C. We were at step three, which is we decided to turn our will and life over to God as we understood him. What do we mean by that? What do we do? The first requirement is that we'd be convinced that any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. On that basis, we're almost always in collision with something or somebody, even though our motives are good. Most people try to live by self-propulsion. Each person is like an actor who wants to run the whole show. Is forever trying to arrange the lights, the ballet, the scenery, and the rest of the players in his own way. If its arrangements would only stay put, if only people would do it his way, the show would be spectacular. Everybody, including himself, would be pleased in life would kick ass. It goes on, next paragraph, to say, what usually happens, the show sucks. And he begins to tell himself he's a victim. Begins to get mad, feel sorry for himself, feel wronged, get angry. And then I jump up to page 85, first full paragraph. About halfway through it. Every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. The proper use of the will. That's it. I'm done. I can't sit here with you all day. I have a life. I have a life to go live. I'm not... I just can't sit here with you all day. I want to. But I have things to do. My modeling agent is mad at me because I refused to wear a cheetah loincloth yesterday for a shoot lost us some money <laughs> dumb alright <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm not a spokesperson for AA just one ding ding ringing his bell I don't know hopefully I said something to help somebody
Thank you so much for the support that this podcast is getting. Shout out to Dallas, the number one city. In terms of listeners. And uh, if anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. And um, if you have any questions, comments, anything, email me. SarcasticBigBook at gmail.com. Message me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. I love to hear from you. It means a lot. I don't know if you can hear the birds today, but they're out of their minds today. We've got this kind of condominium set up out there now, so there's a lot of activity, a lot of action. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do the same.